welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be doing a little review of A Town Called Mercy, the latest episode of the new series of Doctor Who. Um, but first, a little bit of news, and it really is just a little bit of news this week, isn't it? Yeah, I think we've, we've got to that mid-season now where there's not anything much new coming out from the episodes. No. We know who the actors are in this bit, so... Yeah, that's it. So there's not a lot of information coming out, and to be quite honest, we wouldn't say or talk about a lot of what's happening on the, on the new series because it's spoilers. Yeah. So uh, we <laughs> so it does restrict... We do back ourselves in a tight corner sometimes, don't we? But, yeah. But, oh, well, there you go. There you go. Um, well, first things first. Um, what we didn't say last week, last week because I think because we started um, sort of early in the morning was the, the overnight viewing figures for Dinosaurs and the Spaceship, uh, which last week's episode was 5.5 million viewers. Which yes. was well, it was down on Asylum of the Daleks, but that's always to be expected. Yeah. Um, a, because that was the season opener, and it's got Daleks in the title. Yes. So it always brings in a lot of viewers. But it also had a, an audience appreciation index rating of 87, which again was was pretty high for a, an episode that got sort of pretty middling reviews off of people. Yeah, I don't know who those people were. I, I don't know, I don't know. Well, the press were a little bit... Meh about dinosaurs and the spaceship as well. Yeah. So, um, so it was fun, but ultimately silly. And they, I think, pretty much what everyone else has sort of picked up on it's the fact that it was all a little bit. The, the tone lurched all over the place. Yeah. One one moment silly, next moment it was going down into quite, um, quite dark territory. Yes. There you go. However, uh, the audience figures for last night's episode, Tank of Mercy, haven't been released yet. Um, not even the overnights, because we're... Um, <laughs> I think it's because we're recording early in the morning. Yes, unfortunately I've had to get you up in the middle of the night to record this <laughs> so, in case I have to go to work. Paul, that sounds wrong. That sounds like we're sharing a bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I'd wake you up when I went to the toilet anyway. So. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, it's like more common wise. There's nothing going on, of course. No. <laughs> I'm <not> Lauren Hardy. <laughs> Yes, so, um, yeah, so, well, obviously, we'll, we'll bring those, uh, I know you can't wait, we'll bring those viewing figures to you next week, so, ah, uh, dear. Right, okay, um, now, during the week, Doctor Who won another award, uh, this time at the TV Choice Awards, um, and it won Best Family Drama. Yes, won that three times Three now. times in the Three times now, yeah. Which is damn good. Um, unfortunately, Matt sounds Smith... like there's not a lot of choice, does it? <laughs> it does. Well, no, it was up against um, Merlin, Waterloo Road, and Glee. It sounds like there wasn't a lot of choice. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, didn't um, what, what was the one that Waterloo Road won that year? Was it the BAFTA or something? It, it beat. Dr. It Lisa. seems to be. It seems to be in the awards for everything, doesn't it? Every year. Um, I don't know. I've never watched it, so I can't really no, comment on. Uh, so... My wife used to watch it. Actually, even she's given up on Waterloo Road now. I think there's only so much you can take of like people people in the mid thirties pretending to be school kids. Yeah, so even she's got bored with it. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Matt Smith and Karen Gillan didn't win an award. They were nominated in the Best Actor and Best Actress categories, but Matt Smith lost out to Benedict Cumberbatch for Sherlock, and Karen Gillan lost out to Miranda Hart. Yeah, hmm. I didn't. Doesn't actually say what Miranda Hart. One four. Though, she was in that midwife thing. Oh, it was. She? Was it that, or was it for a program, Miranda? No, I think it, I. I think it was the midwife thing on the basis that that was more proper acting than 
her own program. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. Well, fair enough. Now, um, our sort of last piece of news, and uh, this is something we're, we're particularly sort of gutted about, really, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Now, there's um, something called the Doctor Who Recon at the Riverside Studios on Sunday the 30th of September. Um, it's been organised by the Doctor Who Appreciation Society in cooperation with BBC Worldwide. And basically, it's um, they're going to screen selected episodes um, of Doctor to highlight how they've done sort of the colour recovery and remastering of certain episodes. Um, what they're looking at is Ambassador Death and Inferno, and also how they did the specially created animation for Reign of Terror. Yeah, I'm absolutely gutted. Same here. Now it's about the worst weekend it could have been. It is. Um, yeah, it's just the, the fact that Paul's got things going on. I've got things going on that weekend, and it means we neither of us can attend it and report back on it. So, no. um, however, if any of if any of you do want to go, I say it's on the Sunday, the third of September, um, two thousand twelve, Riverside Studios in Hammersmith. Um, the tickets are free of charge as well, so it doesn't get any better than that. Um, it starts at twelve thirty pm and finishes at four pm. So, if you fancy that. Get on to their uh, website. Well, actually, we'll, we'll link the website in the in the show notes, uh, so you can um, sort of buy your tickets if you don't know about it already. Um, yes, absolutely gutted. But if any of you do go, I mean, please, um, we'd love it if you'd actually sort of um, sort of write into us or drop us some and gloat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If you, if you just um, yeah just drop us a little a little review of it actually if any if any of our listeners are actually going we we'd lo- we'd love to hear from you yeah because um, basically we can't go Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh never mind never mind um, okay that that's really it uh, for this week um, I think before we, we get on with the <laughs> with with the review I think we sort of um, owe our listeners a little bit of an apology because the last couple of weeks we, we've both been pretty miserable haven't we. <laughs> Yeah, but then, I mean, if we're going to start apologising for that, then there's about another 70-odd cases that need to be taken into consideration, isn't there? <laughs> oh, dear. No, it just, it just, we, just, we just seem to be completely um, off off kilt with the rest of the podcast. They've been sort of quite upbeat about everything so far. We've been, it's welcome to Mogadon now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Okay, so we promise we'll try and be a bit more upbeat in our, in our review for a town called Mercy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, for another week then, that was the news. Right, folks, it's time to review a town called Mercy. Tea, but the strong stuff. Leave the bag in. What you doing here, son? Son, <laughs> you can stay. Sir, might I inquire who you is? Of course, I'm the doctor. This is... No need to stand. You see that? Manners. Oh, thank you. But I don't need a new suit. I'm the undertaker, sir. I got a question. Is you an alien? Well, um, a bit personal. It's a relative, isn't it? I mean, I think you're the aliens, but in this context, yes. Yes, I suppose I am. Right, is it, is it my turn to go first this week? Yes. Oh, bugger. Um, okay, 
I'm a little. I'm, <laughs> I really don't know what to say about this one. Upbeat, Phil. Come on. Upbeat. I really don't. I, I, I'm just. I felt a little bit underwhelmed by it. Really? Yeah. Um. I don't know. There, there, there was there was some nice stuff in it. It looked fantastic. Um. I thought the 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 music was really really good. It was more. I, I was really hoping for so like a, a fistful of dollars. Any Morricone style soundtrack. Yeah. Um. But what we did get it was more like Deadwood. If, if you yeah. ever watch that, um, which is no bad thing. No, I mean, there's a question yeah. of how do you do a Western, for, how do you do music for a Western yeah. program without it becoming too cliched. That's it. Um, and another, another I did th- notice the bit when um, there he's taken over and he comes out at the, in the night time because they're all coming around to say, walk away and we're mm. leave him and we're take care of him. Yeah. That bit of music then, as he's coming out, was very Once Upon a Time in the West, just underscoring that. Ah, right, okay. Okay, I didn't pick up on that. I should have, it's one of my favourite films, so... I thought so, anyway. Yeah, ah. Well, so it, it was it was, it was, was channelling, the music was channelling something else as well, which I, which you won't know about, actually, you don't, you're not a, a gamer, but it was um, a game called Red Dead Redemption, which was a, um, a bit like Grand Theft Auto, but set in the Wild West. Um, and I thought the music was very much like that. Yeah. Um, and I must say, you know, if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption, do so because it's utterly fantastic. It really is. Um, it's like putting yourself into an episode of Deadwood. To be honest, right. it's fantastic. Anyway, en- enough about that. Uh, back <laughs> back onto uh, a town called Mercy. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I think again, it's probably one of these episodes. There was a whole lot more to it than what we actually saw I get the impression yeah yeah I, I don't know it just seemed Explain to <laughs> no it, it just seemed to to be a little bit too again it was a it was a short episode at 45 minutes yeah as well and I just thought it was a little bit well rushed if you see what I mean it, it, it seemed as if there seemed, seemed to be more there you know like when it went for, you, you're talking about the, that night time when, the, when the, the townsfolk were Telling the doctor, you know, just walk away. You know, it'll all be over by the morning. And the next thing you know, it was it was midday the next day. Yeah, you didn't have the the build up to it. Yeah, exactly. Which, considering they were sort of getting into sort of high noon, high noon territory there as well. Territory yeah. there, which the most of that film is just that build up on the morning. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, actually. Um, there wasn't any. There wasn't actually any tension in this. That was the. That was the. That was the whole problem to the it. The mind thing with it, wasn't it? Yeah. In terms of what you're saying, rushed. It was all just action. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it wasn't even. I can put. It, it didn't sort of move along at a fast pace like last week's episode. That it wasn't. Um, I suppose for a, a, a better description, a, a fun episode as such. No. Not like last week's. Last week was. I hate to use this word, but romp. Like last week's one. But, yeah, I just found it a little bit... I don't know. I don't know what I, what I was really expecting from it. I thought there was um, a lot of things in it were, were just sort of dropped in and then not used. I mean, like Ben Browder as Marshall Isaac. He yeah. was completely and utterly wasted. Yeah, interestingly to, to be that way as well, wasn't it? I mean, his scenes were quite small and then he's killed off 
halfway through. Halfway through, yeah. I thought, what was what was the point of bringing a well, a, 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 you know, a, a, a name that's well known in the sci-fi genre to to kill him off? And he's quite he is a big name. I, you know, I yeah. don't care what I mean. Farscape was at, utterly, utterly fantastic. Um, I must admit, I never, I never watched Stargate or SG One, whatever the hell it's bloody called. Because I'm not a fan of Stargate, I didn't like the film, so um, I never watched the TV show. But he's really good in, in, in everything he does, and what I've seen yeah. him in. So I just thought it was a bit disappointing. He, he was killed off halfway through, and what, and what he was in, he wasn't really used to any great effect. No, just a sort of yeah. He didn't have that many lines, did he? Really, it was really yeah. a cameo performance. It really was, yeah, really was. Um, and I thought Amy and Rory had absolutely nothing to do again this week. Rory in particular. Oh, he was. There was just no point to him being there. I mean, the, the only thing he did well was when the uh, preacher bloke comes in in that night of getting back to that scene at, outside the jail, the sheriff's office, when he comes in and says, "says ma'am" and then "fella," and you yeah. just see Rory. Yeah, his face. Was, that, but that was good. That was a nice little. Yeah, I did like that. But that bit. was that really was all he needed to do, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I just thought the, the, I mean, the pair of them were just there was no point to them being. They might as well just well, been the doctor I mean, no, on his you own. Did, you did have Amy's. Well, that was it though. To him, but that seems to be the only reason for her to be there. Yeah, was to do that speech, um, which actually alluded to what you were saying about when with the controversy about um, last week's episode and him setting Solomon up to be killed. Mm. And yeah. you said then, didn't you, about is this because just when he's not got a companion and if they've not been around for a while, is he starting to, re- does he revert back to not? Yeah, revert, well, not, I'm not going to say revert to type, but yeah, no. he, he just, yeah, he just sort of, uh, as I said, he, he's, he dispenses a, a different kind of yeah. justice to what he normally would do. But, yeah, uh, he reverts back yeah. to the, the time war doctor, doesn't That's he? That's it, yeah. Right. But, uh, no, it, it was just one of those. It's one of those episodes. There were there were nice moments in it. Um, yeah. But I thought it it, it that all together it, it was really nothing. It was it was almost a bit like um, Curse of the Black Spot again. This is it? where I have problems with this actually because mm. I quite liked it, mm. but I can't say that it's a better episode than last week's. No. If I actually sit down and try and go through it. No. And I didn't really like last week's. No, you didn't. So, no, that, that was so obvious. So which I can only <laughs> presume is because I like westerns more than I like dinosaurs. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I'm a big... I mean, you know, we're, we're both big fans of the Spaghetti Westerns, especially um, like the yeah. Dollars Trilogy and Once Upon a Time in the West, which we've we've already mentioned. Um, yeah, so I, I just thought it, it might have riffed on that a little bit more than it did. Yeah. Considering it's actually filmed in... Spaghetti Western country. Yeah, I mean there there was bits. I mean you've got in the um, gunfight bit, well not the gunfight, but in the sort of standoff showdown bit between the Doctor and the gunslinger, mm. the extreme close-ups of the face, the Doctor limbering up with his neck and everything. Yeah, was very sort of the beginning of Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah, I was actually going to say that the the frame of the shot. This, again, this uh, between the cyborg's legs. Yeah. Um, again, that's very much once upon a time in the West as well. Yeah. That 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 particular shot, but 
It took, um, if, if it was going to go to a Sergio Leone film, it was more that than the Dollars Trilogy stuff, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. I mean, you, you've already sort of said about the, the music. Yeah. Sort of hinted towards Once, a, Once Upon a Time in the West as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good, but I, I don't know. I, I think it wasn't what I was expecting, to be no, honest. No, I mean, um, we just didn't really get any sense of the, the town, did we? And the no. town folk as such. Uh, well, all you had was, I mean, really, Marshall Isaac. You had the the, uh, the Undertaker, yeah, uh, played by Garrick Hagen. Yes, and if you don't know Garrick Hagen, he's bigs in Star Wars. And oh, I uh, like, yeah, yeah, and I can't believe how old he looks now. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't put him there. Yeah, no. Yeah, so that was. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that was this week's um, sci-fi reference. We, we've had we've had a couple now, haven't we? We've had apparently. Uh, I didn't pick up on this one in the Summer of the Daleks. It was an Empire Strikes Back reference. Uh, last week we had 2001, yeah. and I must admit, I haven't picked up on this week's one, and I've got a funny feeling it's probably something like Westworld, which would fit. Yeah, I but mean, I, I actually, but I I actually, I've, if I'd have had time, I might have watched that again just to see. What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I don't know enough about Westworld. No. To be honest. It's a while since I've watched that, so yeah, exactly. I couldn't pick it up. No, I think it's been about 20 years since I last seen Westworld. Yeah. So, and I must admit, I can't remember enjoying it that much. For some reason, yeah. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if if that if that was the the reference this week, it would make sense if it was. But uh, well, I suppose you've got a robot gunslinger, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we could go. It could go either way. Really. You've got Biggs and you've got a robot gunslinger. So yeah. Now, what about the gunslinger himself? Um, my my immediate reaction to that is if you've gone to that much trouble to. On killing people and experimenting on people and all that, mm. just to fuse a, a man and weaponry in that. Mm. You've got to give him a better gun than that. It takes a long, long time for people to die that he shoots. I know, it's, it takes a long time to wind up, doesn't it? And then... Yeah. <laughs> it's not, and you can hear it winding up for about five yards, for about five miles away, can't you? It's, it's... Well, he's not exactly a gunslinger then, is he? He's sort of like, hang on, no. I, I've drawn, I can't fire yet. <laughs> Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, I'm powering up, I'm yeah. powering up. Yeah. <laughs> I've shot you, you've now got two hours before you finally die. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was a little bit little bit weak, wasn't it? But, oh well. Um, I just thought the reason for him being there was a little bit weak, because I can't understand he was, it was like a revenge thing. Yeah. But the whole reason for that revenge, he was damaged in battle, and that's why he was going after them. Um, I suppose it was actually the fact that he'd actually perhaps got his memories back, whereas I suppose when they'd converted them, yeah, it was, it was they'd just probably the... programmed them to just be yeah, it, it was just machine the way... well, killing the... machines. Well, that was the thing. It was, it was just the way it was put. Yeah, you know, it, it, again, that's what I mean. There was no. It was just far too rushed. Yeah, that so they couldn't deactivate him because I mean, I suspect if they'd had the money, you'd have had a scene of them the actual battles they was in or whatever. Yeah. And then seeing him set off, perhaps not getting the shutdown call. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just a little bit I don't know. And what was that thing in in the opening credits? He he was chasing that weird um spaceship stroke probe thing across the desert before he reached the bloke lying on the floor. Yeah. I wondered whether that was in some way the probe thing was perhaps were was part of his def- the, the bloke on the floor's defense system or whatever? Could have been, but it didn't. 
I don't know. It just seemed a bit okay. I, I thought it took a couple of shots to kill that as well. <laughs> he did actually. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I mean, this, this this whole thing about why they why they won the war in a week was actually yeah they shot everyone on day one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and seven days later they all died. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, I think that that was, that was the thing. It was just so bloody slow, wasn't it? Oh dear. Um, now, actually, if we, we I mean, talk- I like the fact I like the the fact that it sort of just kept fading, disappearing, and reappearing a bit further on. Yeah, that, that when it was, was coming nice. towards you. The building as, as the as the only time when actually tension was ever built in this, really. Yeah, that's it. Um, was by using that. I, I still couldn't quite figure out the the significance of the stones and wood boundary. Um, yeah, just because he was setting up a limit to the town, and anybody who stepped out of that. Yeah, it would just seem, well, surely going past the gate would have been good enough, actually, but... I mean, it also suggests that, actually, I mean, how good is this as a as a killing machine? That it was, it was, it would have had difficulty picking off one person from the town folk. Well, I, I did like the fact that the, the, the thing that it wouldn't kill innocents. Yeah. Um, which, again, goes against the thing about it being damaged in battle. For that, um, that, that thing that that was what made the, the whole damage in battle explanation didn't ring true with me. Yeah, it I, had it had most of its programming just seems to have. Yeah, I mean, if it was that, if it was damaged, you know, in the sense that he was putting it. Yeah. Um, it would have shot everything in sight, and I know that they still did allude to that in the beginning, though, didn't they? Still want anyone through with any supplies or uh, armaments or anything like that. Yeah. But you didn't sort of get that impression in the episode itself. No, I mean, and yeah, there, there was. I mean, going back to again the, the thing when it when it's trying fair. to target them and it's yeah. taking so long to target, and you just think, how how were they successful? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it, that, I mean, that bit was all very um, Terminator as well. It, yeah. it, it was it was riffing on quite a few sort of different genres there, like Terminator, Westworld, um, and you know, westerns full stop. Yeah, um, and I think that's probably it. That it was okay. It was. I know I sort of said it was. It was riffing, and I was expecting more riffs on things like spaghetti westerns. But it, it was. I think it was probably riffing on too many different things for me. There wasn't anything really original. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, to that extent, it was there. It wasn't. It was. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's it's difficult to sort of. Try and put across without sort of um, trying to contradict myself, really. But yeah, no, it, it was just the fact that it was it was relying on so many different other sci-fi tropes. It didn't have its own identity. Yeah, it, as, it, that's know. actually more the point, isn't it? There's been a few sci-fi um, ideas going into the western, mm. and this didn't bring anything new to that, did it? No, it didn't. It didn't. Certainly didn't. Um, now, um, before, as we're sort of talking about the cyborgs, obviously we're, we're, we're talking about the, the race called Carlas. Yeah. Um, now, I quite like um, Adrian Scarborough as Carla Jex. Well, he was quite quite good. Not a, I, and I thought he was one of the better things of this episode. Yeah. I mean, actually, considering that he was sort of for this episode and... Um, how, and talking about star guest stars and whatever, and he sort of slipped in under the radar, sort of thing. 
Yeah. He was pretty good in this. Yeah, because I think everyone was expecting Ben Browder to be the the you know the the major star of this and he wasn't yeah. it, it was Adrian Scarborough and I thought he was really really good yeah um, and had to be I mean I think yeah. had he not been it re- this wouldn't this episode really wouldn't have worked um but it is, the scenes between him and the doctor are pretty good I think yeah yeah and definitely. even even the bit where Rory and Amy are talking about what to do and he just says and still in the room yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I really did like it, and I, th- I think the fact he wasn't, um, and that, that was the whole. I suppose really that was the whole thing about the episode. Um, he wasn't a clear cut villain. Yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, last you know, week, last week, had yeah, a, a definite, yeah, an out and out no redeeming feature to this person. Yeah, an out and out bastard. I mean, this guy, he, yeah. he okay, he'd, he'd done some terrible things. Yeah, but it didn't necessarily make him a bad person, if you see what I mean. No, I mean, and, and, and things that perhaps were done. I mean, you, you could even have the alluded to when he says to the, the Doctor, am I any worse than than you? Mm, yeah. That's actually the point at which the Doctor then gets really angry because you think he perhaps has hit a nerve on what did you do in the Time War. That's it. But was, that, was any of that any worse than And I think that was the he's whole... done to that, save his people. Oh, it was, yeah. I mean, I think that this was the, the whole point of the episode, I think, was, to, was, was the continuation of the... Well, a change in the Doctor's character. Yeah. Which we've had, you know, especially especially last week, which got yeah. a lot of people's knickers in a twist. Um, yeah. But the thing is, though, it's not something that hasn't been done before, if no. I'm honest. You know, the, the theme of the you know the Doctor showing no mercy. Um, and it, like he referenced, you know, all the times he had, it, 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 it resulted in, in millions More of deaths. deaths. Yeah. But again... Do you think this has been done before? I think it has. It's already been touched upon in um, The Runaway Bride, which, again, I think we mentioned last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So I think this is when you were talking about the fact of, yeah. is it just because when he's not got a companion yeah. there? Yeah, and, and it, it literally was that again, wasn't it? Um, yeah. You know, it's, I thought, okay. I'm sort of hoping it wasn't going to end here, that particular stuff. I mean, hopefully it won't. Hopefully it will continue, because obviously he's, he's dropped off Amy and Rory again. Yeah, are we going to get a payoff next in the next couple of episodes? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, to that. So, hmm, don't know, don't know on that. Um, now, um, one thing I must—I want to know if you thought the same thing. What did you think the first time you saw uh, Carla Jex's ship? Um, I it, it it didn't occur to me. I've seen since <laughs> uh, what people have said. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> Yes, um, there's, <laughs> I thought this, and I know for definite other people also thought this as well. Uh, the first time I saw, uh, <laughs> I saw Carla Jackson shit, all I could think of was Malt calling Olsen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was it was his egg ship. It really was. No, 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 no. Oh, they could have helped themselves by doing it a different cut. Oh, perhaps, perhaps it was intentional. Maybe it was. Maybe that's, that 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 was this week's sci-fi reference. Malk and Mindy. <laughs> That was sort of an in-joke for them. Could have been. This person arrives in a small village and a small town and... In an egg. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Who knows? I I, I suspect that has to have been intentional. I can't believe that you'd have gone all the way through that and no one would have turned around and said, (laughs) you know what that looks like, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Unless unless they sent some, some... 
some um, prop designer out out to Spain and said to him, I'll just build a small spaceship. And it was, by the time everyone else got out there, it was too late. So I don't exactly, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, dear. Oh, sure, that couldn't have been a mistake. No, it had to Surely be intentional. Not. It had Surely to be intentional. But, oh, well. Actually, I would love it if it was. And they're, and they're now sort of this small and they're going, oh, God, did you see that last <laughs> Why didn't what, anyone what tell me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I actually, and also, actually, that was a great scene, I thought, with Matt Smith when the Doctor's sitting in the ship and you can just get the reflection of what he's seeing on yes, his face. yeah. And it didn't need anything more than that, did it? No, it didn't. It really didn't. It was. I, I thought that was that was a really, really good, good scene. And as you say, you you don't. You just heard what was going on. You could yeah. hear, you could hear what the doctor was seeing. But I say it was one of those things you didn't need to see what he was seeing. Yeah, it was, I mean, you heard it was the first bit, enough, then, wasn't it? Then it was just his expression was. Yeah, but it, 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 it you know it, it did its job, didn't it? That little bit. Yeah. It did its job. Another bit I liked was Susan the horse. Yeah, I'm getting back to the. I, yeah. He can understand everything. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't respect his life choices. I thought was quite, was quite good. Um, and I, I begin to wonder if, if the little um, thing where he says when he gets off the um, he gets off Susan to, to investigate the the cable. I was going to say when he gets off Susan, you don't want to say that much when you're talking about Doctor Who. Do no, you? no, not really. I, I don't think I'll ever be able to say that again. Actually, but. Uh, <laughs> It didn't happen in the sixties. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that bit when he, when he says, I'll, I'll, "I'll stop swearing." I'm getting what if that was a little ad lib. Yeah, you know, because you know, horses, well, you can't control what an animal does on screen. I know it's very easy to uh, sort of edit those sort of things out, but I'm just getting what if, if that was a little ad lib of Matt Smith's there. Yeah, I, I, I quite, yeah, I quite, I, I, yeah, I quite liked it. Quite liked it. And again, I thought Matt Smith was excellent this week as yes. well. He, he was given, um, well, he was given a lot to do this week. I thought. Yeah, I mean, and actually, yeah, I mean, this is what this is probably what makes this an episode that I like. Mm. Although you might not have guessed that so far into the review. No, <laughs> um, was just actually the scenes with him and Adrian Scarborough between them, between the two of them, actually mm. carried this. They did. Yeah, you could you could almost have had this as just the two hander. Episode, yeah, because well, as we've already touched upon, the, the rest of the people or actors are in it were so poorly used, yeah. You and might, it, it, you it know, might even actually have been a better episode if it had been, yeah, I think so. Actually, it would have been a bit more daring, and you uh, could have gone more into the the what is good and what is evil, and what do you do in which circumstances, what mm. is acceptable, yeah, that's it. I, I thought, I thought that was that was. You know the best thing of this episode. Yeah, I really do. You know the um, as you said, it's the Doctor's morality. Yeah, that that's that's you know that's his sort of uh, Achilles' heel, as it were. Yeah, you know, and I, I, no, I did. Well, and, and which actually, in the last two episodes, is actually being questioned. It has, yeah. So I mean, it has been building to something. I, I just hope it's not all resolved by episode three. Yeah. But you know, as you said, you know the doctor's back to training on his own again. So you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But um, I, I think- mean, well, and what also probably sets this for me ahead as well is, is just the scenery 
and the fact the decision taken to actually go to Spain and shoot there and yeah was was so worth it wasn't it it oh, gave to, this it, it, a scale that you yeah, couldn't it, done any other way yeah it gave you that sort of level of authenticity didn't it yeah it allowed you to accept a lot of what was going on mm. um perhaps that you might not have done had it just been on a set well this is, in, yeah yeah i mean this is i mean i've been reading sort of a lot of people are making um comparisons between this and Firefly um, now you, I don't think you watched Firefly did you no well basically it's a space western yeah and I think people were making I don't know maybe fairly or unfairly I'm not entirely sure but I think everyone has sort of more or less agreed on and I do actually agree with people who said this is that Firefly does the space western a lot better um, but also people have been watching uh, leading up to this, I've been watching Gummer and the Apocalypse from uh, Red Dwarf, which again is a fantastic episode, but that's what we're saying about the authenticity thing, because that, that was actually on the telly yesterday, because um, Dave has been rerunning Red Dwarf leading up yeah. to Series 10 starting. And it looks like it's, you know, done on a on a on some sort of Western theme park. Yeah. Up, up in a bootle or something like that. So... Um, you know, it, it no, doesn't I mean, look yeah. like a, a dusty western town, and and that's what this does. This episode does look like, you know, it, it's authentic. Yeah, you know, that's the whole thing. But uh, I just remember, I don't want to pick Bootle. That's I dragged that up for me subconscious. Remember Bootle Saddles? No. Look, look it up, people. It, it, it was a, um, it was a comedy uh, thing with Kenneth Cope from um, Random Hopkirk Deceased, and it's all set in some sort of western theme park. Thing that's up in Bootle, and basically, all the um, it was basically that I think when we were right, they didn't really have any customers at all, so they basically all sat around in this mock western town with Liverpudlian accents, right? It, it, was, it only lasted one series, but I remember quite quite liking it. But I don't think it's ever been released on DVD either, but all right, oh well, there you go. <laughs> obviously, why I don't remember it, no, obviously not, no, but uh, I do remember quite liking it, but oh well, um. Crikey, that, that one got dragged up from the from the. the, the I wonder the dark, where that was dark, going. The for. dark recesses of my mind yes. there. Crikey. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and there was there was some good um, direction on this. I thought. Yeah. I mean, I did like the scene. I did like the camera angle and the for when Isaac shot and is handing over the badge to the doctor that you see it from high up first of all before coming down. Well, it had a lot of those sort of. Those sort of Western camera shots, didn't it? Yeah. Which is, not, I mean, I'm not, you know, it's no, no bad thing. It really is. I mean, I think, I think you look at it and you do realise there was such a lot of time spent trying to get everything to to look right. I think that's probably where the where the problems start. Really, is the fact they spent, for me anyway, they spent so much time trying to make it look right. They sort yeah, of the story gets a little bit lost. Yeah. And for me, it did. Um, and I must admit, I expect a little bit more from Toby Whithouse. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's got a good story of, of, of morality to it. I think you, I think it's a, it's a story of morality that's actually just in a Western setting. Well, I think... And that's probably why you may feel slightly disappointed in it, because it's not such a, such a Western story. No, it's. I think that. I think that's the whole thing because you've. It's. It's not making enough use of the Western theme 
for me. That's that's what I mean. I think. Yeah, it's it's, it's the whole thing. There's not even one. Um, there's not one gunfight. Um, you get like a a sort of a you know a Mexican standoff between yeah. the doctor and the townsfolk. But again, that wasn't really you know they didn't really sort of go action back. I think that's the whole thing for a western. It wasn't action packed, was it? And I think no, it's that, not I th- running around, but not. Yeah, and I think this needed a little bit more in the way of action. You you had like a, a, a you know, I mean, the big thing about the gunslinger, who didn't do a lot of gunslinging, let, let's be honest. No. And as you say, it took him such a long time to wind up his gun. You know, you, you could have you could have rode to the next town by the time he's ready to shoot you. Yeah, I, I just think it was just it was just a lot of missed missed opportunities again. And I think that's been my problem with with this series so far it's all been a bit middling for me i know yeah. I, I know last week i, I you know I, I said you know I, I liked last week's episode but again none of the episodes so far have actually on first viewing have grabbed me no i i, I do wonder whether we get into a stage of over trying to analyze stuff because we're we know we've got to try and talk about maybe, it maybe but... um i actually watched asylum of the daleks last week Having mm. done this, done our review for that, mm. just to watch it, and actually enjoyed it more than I did when I was watching it. Perhaps, perhaps you do. We do tend to watch things thinking, "What am I going to say about this?" Rather than just switching well, off and saying, "Entertain me." Yeah, possibly. I don't know because it's there are episodes where I watch it for the first time and I will, I will go. I know I know exactly what I think of it. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, for you, you must have thought that for last series with the Doctor's wife. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, yeah, there's not been many ones where you just actually no. felt no um, wow at the yeah. end of it, you know. And I think, and, but then there's not been there's not been so far there hasn't been one where I've just thought, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. It, that I think, and that's the problem. It's middling. There's 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 nothing to sway your opinion one way or the other. You've got yeah. to watch it. I haven't you... disliked. No, I have no, I haven't disliked such. anything. Um, and I think that's probably. But then again, okay, I did like last week's episode, but it wasn't. It wasn't a ringing endorsement because yeah. there was a lot wrong with it. But I just enjoyed it as an episode. But yeah. I like Asylum. I like this. Um, I'm quite happy to watch this again today. I watch it. I watch it. I'd, I would watch it, but not for um, the fact that it's a space western episode. So I no. fancy watch it. It's the fact. It's the whole thing of. Matt Smith and Adrian Scarborough's scenes. Yeah, really. That that Which is, is what, it. what I say. It, it, it's it's a story that's set in a Western setting rather than a, a Western story. Yeah, and I think that I think that's what I don't know. Maybe that's the that's probably why I'm sort of finding it a little a little bit middling. Mm. Don't know. Oh well. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Looks like we're still going to disagree again this I week. I think we are. I think we are. Well, that seems like a very good cue to. Uh, to do our, our rating for this week then yeah and despite what I've been saying all the way probably through this podcast I'm going to give it a cyber leader excellent okay well um, just to back up what I've been saying all the way through this podcast um, I'm going to give it a neither your views are not important so there we, we go we really have got to get one that says disagree haven't we we have we have got to get one I, I haven't found a sound clip yet but it's a three rating system and I'm sticking to it <laughs> Well, um, we said at the beginning of this podcast that you know our aim was to not sound quite so miserable, 
And we failed miserably. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ah, never mind, never mind. So, um, coming up next week then is our review of The Power of Three, which I know absolutely nothing about. No, neither do I. No, um, this one they've kept very, very quiet about. So we uh, keep our fingers crossed we can be happy about that one. Here's hoping. Um, now, next week is another Chris Chibnall. Yes. Mm. So, and that. We've got our fingers crossed. Yes, we have everything. Well, that, I think, you know, again, a lot of people. Actually, last week's episode did divide a hell of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not altogether sure that's a bad thing, actually. No, no. I don't think it was the usual Chibnall bashing. No. Last week, which I'm, you know, I'm kind of pleased about, but it's just whether you like that sort of episode or not. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, so so fingers crossed for next week, then. Yes, fingers crossed. Okay, then, folks. So for another week, then it's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. the Who's He podcast. Please get in touch with us by emailing feedback at who's-he.co.uk, visit our website at who's-he.co.uk and also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Shazbutt.